0: Good evening, ladies. How are you? Good. Good. I wanted to, well, felt led to do a podcast and kind of talk about um, the day of fasting and prayer that we did. It'll be a week ago tomorrow. Um, That went by really fast. (laughs) Uh, I know we talked about doing a podcast sooner, but uh, then time got away from us, and that's not really a good excuse. But I kind of need... To feel led to do a podcast, otherwise things get kind of weird and uncomfortable, and and it's not really good.
1: Nope. It does so not feel like it's led by the spirit, right?
0: Yeah, so, so forced, <laughs> yeah. And we don't want it to be forced. We want the Holy Spirit to move. We want the Holy Spirit to speak, and whatever He wants said will be said. Yeah. So, um, some of the things I just kind of want to go around. Um, and explain a little bit, first of all. So we took that day, um, I took off work, and uh, the girls and I uh, kind of prayed for the day ahead of time. And um, whatever we felt led to pray for, that's what we prayed for. Things uh, going on in the world. um, We prayed for our state. We prayed for our town. We prayed for leadership. uh, We prayed for justice to come swiftly. Um, We prayed for... Uh, obviously for you girls and your futures and what the Lord has in store for you um, and healings of broken hearts and, and brokenness that we've all dealt with but some are still working through those. Um, so praying for that. Um, prayed that God would make some changes in our lives that would glorify Him. Um, that would be best for us. Uh, as well as softening our hearts, discernment, um, you know, just just a lot of things we prayed for. Yeah. And it happened to be a really beautiful day, too, so yeah. we did enjoy some time outside. And yeah. um, so it was an all-around really good day. Yeah, yeah it was and,
1: definitely blessed. Oh, yeah. Them.
0: Yeah, it was a really good day. So I just kind of want to go around and ask you girls what you got out of that day. I journaled throughout the day Mm -hmm. and what I got, and I got scriptures, and and we prayed specifically on things. And the scriptures I got, I prayed specifically for those things. And so, Cora, we'll start with you and work our way back around, (laughs) the oldest daughter to the youngest. (laughs) Okay, Cora, go.
1: Okay. I know that for me personally, you end up getting the Bait of Satan book by John Bevere. And I think that I really, I guess in a way, was led to get that book because it's about something that I didn't think I dealt with. I didn't think it was an issue for me. And then I think the night before, I read the introduction and I was like, this describes me perfectly. Yeah. And then I was... I'm still finishing it up, but doing the reading plan and going through the book. And I know for our day of fast, as I was reading certain chapters, it really brought a lot of conviction and it taught me a lot of things that I haven't learned from churches or been taught in other places. And it kind of made it simple so that I actually understood it and was able to work through it. Yeah, um, and so I know that March first for me was definitely emotional. So <laughs> emotional. I, I don't know. I'm not emotional often, but yeah, yeah I was
0: like crying, and it was terrible <laughs> in a good <laughs> so way. God, emotional. God was sifting out some of the uh, some of the chaff,
1: weeding my terrible, <laughs> ugly garden. <laughs> but um, it was really good to be able to work through a lot of things and um, kind of be freed from all of that and again it's The Bait of Satan by John Bevere it's uh, everyone should read it yeah Yeah,
0: it's a good one
1: and then I know that for me things that were on my heart to pray for were the town that we live in and um, churches because uh, for me the church is I mean I love the church She's definitely veered far from what she's supposed to be, but I want the church to be where God wants it to be. And I want the leadership of churches and the congregations to actually live out God's word and not just say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian, but then live totally differently. Right. Um, So I know that those were some of the things that um, were on my heart and... We prayed for. We prayed for and worked through and... It was a really good day. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was a good day. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anything else
1: on that? Uh, on that note? I think that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I did pretty well put on the spot.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you should have expected that. You know? I was not. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joss, what about you? What did um, you get out of that day? What jumped out at you? What spoke to you? What was I, on your heart?
1: I guess throughout the entire day, it would have to be my hunger for God. You know? My relationship with him and all that. Yeah. Because I guess sometimes that's what I struggle with the most. Yeah. It's not always easy when the world is hostile (laughs) (laughs) to God, the things of God, the people that want to hunger for him because it caters to the flesh which is something we have to die to Yeah, and it's it wants to steal the hunger and the wanting to know God wants to completely take that away so that we're hungering for the world and the things of the world and we're focused on the world and society and what worldly people want so Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. I mean it's something that a lot of people need to work on and hang on to not that I
0: do (laughs) yeah Well yeah. Josh, you have this very sweet and you know you're you're very con- flower. <laughs> you're very concerned about a lot of things and, and you take a lot of it personally and, and um, you just crave God and that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So even as you have tears in your eyes <laughs> and breaking up right now, you know that your heart is for God. And that's huge. Yeah. Right there, it says a lot. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That that says a lot. Yeah. Um, and so we prayed on that and talked about some of those things. And there were some emotional moments there, too. <laughs> Lots of oh, tears, definitely. Um, <laughs> but, but those are good because, as Izzy said, it's good to cry sometimes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This and, is real talk with Nomad Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is how it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's important to do that because, as I explained to my girls, that God catches every tear. Mm -hmm. Every tear that we shed, he puts in a jar. And he keeps track of those things. Um, And so it's important to know that um, God is there and he hears and he listens and he loves you girls and, and loves people listening and... And he wants nothing more than to have a relationship. So, But continue.
1: Yeah, I think another thing was... I don't really remember if it was during the fast time or, like, a couple days afterwards. I was also reading a John Brevere book called Drawing Near. It was talking about how... I believe it was how when God calls somebody... God is supposed to be, like, enough. Yeah. And with that hunger, you also have that love and desire for him. Right. To the point where comfort doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 Yeah, People were out in the wilderness, and God was enough for them. Yeah. I mean, you look at uh, John the Baptist. He had camel hair, garments, (laughs) a leather belt, and he ate locusts and honey, (laughs) he seemed fine.
0: I mean, he burned for God. He didn't need anything in the world. And actually, he didn't want anything of the world. Yeah. yeah. He did not want... he, You know, and th- this is the other interesting part. You know, when you, you read about John the Baptist, you don't hear about all his friends. Yeah. You, you don't hear about all his family members. His focus was on God. Yeah. Yeah. He had a job to do, and he did it, and he did it well. Um, yeah. And Jesus loved him. Yeah. And and he paved the way for Jesus to be here. And yeah. so um, God should always be enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, always. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. We're talking about Moses... And how God was speaking to him was like, I will send you and the people to a land, but I will not go with you, pretty much as summed it up. Yeah. And Moses, his reply was, I don't want to go if you're not with
0: us. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That's how it should be for every person. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't lead the way, I ain't going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to go with me, no way. Yeah. We've experienced that before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That It doesn't end well. If yeah. God's not with you, it, it's not going to end well. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah.
1: If God takes you so far. Like, why would you want to keep going without Him?
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. You only yeah. got
1: that far with God. Yeah. How far do you think you're going to make it on your own? Not yeah. far at
0: all. No. No. <laughs> no. no, no. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely not. I want to say that's it. I'm not completely sure.
0: Well, if you have more to say, we will happily allow you the floor. Even though we're sitting on the floor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is Real Talk with Nomad Rebels.
0: (laughs) Maybe that's what we should have named our podcast, Real Talk with Nomad Rebels. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there you go. So, Izzy, what about you?
1: So, first, before we did the day of fasting, like a couple days before... Joss had been telling me what she was reading in her book, Drawing Near. And I realized that I need to stop pushing God away and stop putting him at arm's length. And I need to embrace him and give him, like, this big hug and never let go. Yeah. I know I've worked on, or, well, I need to work on doubt and stopping that. But on the day of prayer and fasting on March 1st that we did... I felt led to pray for our military
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and even, I mean, deceased military too. Right. And his family. Mainly, Chris Kyle. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. We pray blessings over the Kyles also. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's emotional. The military is really just kind of near and dear to our hearts because we have. Had members of our family serve in the military and serve in what every war since the revolution. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely important to us that those who are fighting to preserve our country and our freedoms, right, that they're taken care of, that their families are blessed. Because, right, it's, I mean, it's not easy for the families either having their loved ones go off and not
0: knowing if they're going to come back. That's which we all know. Yeah, we've experienced that. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so and uh, we may get into that background, you know. Yeah. I know yeah. we talked about doing that, okay. so yeah, we'll we'll have a interesting talk, yeah, a real real street. talk <laughs> with Nomad Rebels about um, our lives and the interesting adventure that it has <laughs> been. <laughs> yeah, if we but, wrote a book. Yeah, I don't know. know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but, but it's a good thing that I did feel led to pray for our military that is, well, now a part of the military because I think it was March 2nd or a couple days after we realized that evil people in government were trying to feed them raw food with metal in it and trying to poison them and kick them off of the military that will um, not take the vaccine and all this bad stuff. And, you know, we pray for those (laughs) evil people.
0: <laughs> Which is and not I'm, easy to do. As I'm
1: clenching um. my fists right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we pray for
0: these evil so, yeah. people. We pray
1: for them that if it's God's will for them to be saved, that they will repent and turn their ways, turn their hearts to God. But if not, I hope God takes everything away from them because yep. they've done such evil things yeah. to people who don't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice being a part of a family that's so for justice. Oh, yeah. I mean, God is just. And even though it's not our jobs to necessarily judge people and condemn them, it's it's not going to be very pleasant for people that are unrepentant to really fall into the hands of the living God. He is just, and he is righteous, and that's something that is reiterated throughout the Bible. Right. And for anyone who... Takes those characteristics of God and leaves them out, they are really harming themselves and everyone else. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah. at the end of this life, each person is going to have to stand before God and give an account of their lives. You're not going to be able to blame anyone. You're not going to be able to have anyone, you know, like, vouch for your character. It's just God you and God. God knows everything. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. It's just, he
0: knows everything. It's just you
1: and God. And so for the people that are unrepentant, that are in government, that are stealing from people, and ruining lives, and murdering people, if they are unrepentant, I mean, the Bible says that some people will go to hell without even blushing. Yeah. That's a terrible thought, knowing that there are some people that have no remorse for the evil that they've done. Right. Um, So yeah, definitely pray for those people, because they're... On the path that they are now, I don't want to condemn them, but on the path that they are now, if they're unrepentant, they are going to burn in hell. Yeah. And that's... I mean, Jesus sent his son so that anyone who repents and calls on Jesus' name will be saved. Yeah.
0: But... Here's the key to that, though. And we've talked about this. You have to truly repent from your heart Mm -hmm. and run away from the sins that you are committing. You can't just say, geez, Lord, I'm really sorry and not mean it. He knows the purity of your repentance or the lack thereof.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, you know, just seeing my girls emotional makes me emotional. (laughs) And it gets me fired up because... These evil people are taking away their future, and I am very justice-oriented, and my girls know this. I get fired up. I get fired up. But then a lot of my family does. My dad and my brother, my sister, we get fired up, and we're ready to help those people meet Jesus a little sooner. And uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm going to be honest. I there's I cry out to God because (laughs) there my patience is is running very, very thin with the demonic lawless evil that is happening all around. And it is only by God's grace that no one has met Jesus sooner than they should yeah. because honestly I'm, I'm disappointed in so many aspects of not that I ever trusted the government but we have a military that has a job to do and you know we, we expect them to do that job yes we love the military but it is disappointing that they've not done their job um, the these evil, lawless traitors should be dealt with, yeah. plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Um, there, if, if you read the Bible, God destroyed towns that were against God, that were lawless and rebellious against Him.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I mean Gomorrah is a really good example. Oh so, yeah, so, I mean Abraham pleaded with God. Mm -hmm. Saying if there are, what, started with 50, and they went down to 10 righteous people. If there are just 10 righteous people, will you still destroy the city? And God said, no, I will not destroy the city. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that, but...
0: There was nothing to save.
1: Yeah, it was just Lot and his family, which, I mean, God saved them because they were the only righteous people.
0: Yeah. But really, the only ones that walked away were Lot and his daughters. Yeah. Because his wife looked back and craved the world more than a freedom. And, and that, unfortunately, is what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the American people are craving the world rather than freedom and, yeah. and God. Um, and it's terrifying to me. It is absolutely terrifying to me to see how far our country has fallen and how much hatred there is, And it never used to be that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It never used to be that way. What were you going to say, Joss? I was going
1: say, I guess, a question that because some people need to ask themselves is, are they willing to give up their comforts for their freedom?
0: No, well, apparently. I mean, we're seeing it with so many people taking a not even authorized vaccine to protect them from a flu strain that is 99% recoverable and they're willing to hand over their freedoms and we've watched it yeah. and it's people that are wearing their masks that are actually part of this problem mm-hmm. uh, they're faithless they're fearful um, and they're okay with uh, dragging everyone down with them sorry mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. That that's not okay with me yeah. um, but it's America never used to be full of cowards yeah um, I know my grandpa fought in uh, in a war, the Cold War, and um, was a pilot and and did a lot of interesting things and um, fought for our freedoms and, and fought for a lot of other people's freedoms. Um, and then I'm watching this. Uh, your girls, your dad fought in Iraq. He mm-hmm. was there twice. Um, and to see what he had to go through. Mm-hmm. For what? That this is how America is gonna treat our freedoms, really? Yeah. What happened? I mean y'all can't be that cowardly and weak, really? Yeah. Where's your faith? Yeah. Where's where's your patriotism? Where's your love of country? Why aren't you helping your neighbors? Why aren't you standing alongside the patriots that are fighting Mm -hmm. and stepping up for truth? Some of these people, you know, I look at Kyle Rittenhouse. He protected himself. Why why is that town not surrounding that young man Mm -hmm. and supporting him and his family? Why are they fighting alone? Since when did America become that way? That's crap to me. That's not how America is, and that's not what God expects us to do. Mm. God tells us that we are to carry each other's burdens.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: why aren't we doing that?
1: And the last time I checked, this country is called the United States of America. Yeah. Not mask-wearing.
0: Divided. Divided. states. Yeah. yeah. And, and people shouldn't be wearing masks anymore. It was 15 days to curb <clears throat> curve the whatever it was, and it wasn't even bad. And the death toll from last year hasn't changed in the last 10 years. So there's no pandemic. So please do your homework. Mm -hmm. Get off the stupid TV. Stop listening to mainstream media that is absolutely lying to you. And do your own research. Mm -hmm. I mean, please, get smart. Stop being idiots. I mean, really. Just stop. Mm -hmm. Just stop. Anyways.
1: Yeah, if you don't mind, I'd like to say a couple of things. Yes. Um. I think it was, what, the day before the fast, our county in our state actually dropped the mask mandate. Yep. Um, so that was a huge answer to prayer. Yep. Yeah. Even though we still see people walking around with masks, um, there are definitely more people that aren't wearing them Yeah. Right. now, which is a huge blessing. But another thing is, like, with the vaccine, a lot of people, because they aren't doing their research, they're just pushing it. And Christians as well. Which is disappointing. Churches and Christians, they're pushing it. But if you do research, I saw a picture, and it said, like, 86 people died when they, like, initially got it. Yeah. Women, pregnant women that have taken the vaccine have had miscarriages. Yeah. I saw a video of this lady. She took the vaccine, and she was having neurological problems and was literally trembling because she couldn't control
0: Right. Anything. Um,
1: and so and now,
0: now, insurance companies, if you die from it, will not cover you because it is experimental. It's not even approved.
1: Yeah. None I of mean, it's approved. We've had the flu vaccine for, what, 80 years? People are still dying from the flu. They're still getting the flu. The flu is still a thing every single yeah. year. It has its own season. Yeah. Just let that sink in. Yeah. A flu shot, a flu vaccine for 80 years, and we have it's... It has its own season. Yeah, <laughs> wow. spring, summer, fall, winter flu. Right. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I remember. <laughs> so it's—is it really um, doing its job, trying to prevent people from getting the thing that it's supposed to be protecting people from? I know that. I know someone who gets the flu shot every year, and every year gets the flu. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> it, it doesn't do anything. You're just injecting your body with chemicals and
0: all metals, sorts of nasty, evil stuff,
1: poisons. I mean, it's ridiculous. And if you're if you would just take those things separately, you would die. Or yeah. if you knew what was actually in them, oh, aluminum. I'm not going to eat that. That's exactly what you're getting pumped into your bloodstream. Mm. And it's been linked to cancers and learning disabilities and Alzheimer's and all of these things. So before you uh, take it yourself or even encourage other people to take it, please do your own research. That's something that we've tried to encourage people to do yeah. throughout this, you know, each episode or whatever. Right. But it's do your own research because... People, mainstream media, they, they're going to lie. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they are. social media has its own agenda that they're trying to push. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if that's where you're getting your news, you're going to be sorely misinformed. Yep. And lied to. But yep. its I mean, you need to do your own research yep. in everything when it yep. comes to what your pastors tell you. Go back to the Bible, especially if something doesn't sit right. Right. There's a reason why it doesn't sit right. Either it's completely untrue or it's convicting you. Yeah. But you need to go back to the God's word and pray and ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Is this right? Yeah. What is the truth? What is God's truth? When voting, okay, what do these people stand for? Right. I, I voted for someone I thought was fine. I should have done more research. But let's just say she's been called out on multiple occasions for her cowardice and um, Benedict Arnold
0: ways. She's a traitor. Let's just call her what she is. She's a traitor. Yeah.
1: So it's um, do your research and don't push things on other people that you yourself are uninformed about. It's the blind leading the blind. Right. Right.
0: So that's all I had to say about that. Well, and I I just want to be clear here because our faith has been placed in God. Mm -hmm. And we have, um, and not like I'm patting us on the back or tooting our own horns or anything, but we never went along with any of the lockdowns. Mm -hmm. We never followed the mask mandates. We never wore a mask. And I made sure that no one said a word to my kids. Mm -hmm. And we prayed Mm -hmm. that every time we went out in public... Not one person would say anything, and that alone was an answer to prayer because no one ever said one word to us. Yeah. yeah.
1: And if they did, we just didn't shop there. But- <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if okay. they said
0: we needed a mass, it was like, I guess you don't want our money. See ya. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I mean, that's our choice. That's our freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have to contribute to your fear and lack of intelligence, so we will take our business and our money elsewhere.
1: Yeah. I actually have a scripture. It's Psalm 91, verses 9 through 10. It says, Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you, no plague come near your tent. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Psalm 91 is incredibly good, and there's more about um, pestilence, not attacking you, and, and that sort of a thing. But it, it is faith. It's, I mean, something that I've thought about is a lot of people push to um, honor and submit to your authorities, and that's fine. But um, if they are evil, should you actually submit? If they are exalted themselves above God and they're prideful, should you submit to them? No. If your answer is yes, then why don't you submit to Satan? Yeah. I mean, he's, what, the ruler of this world? Yeah. So he's, what, in authority in this world? Yeah. If we're supposed to submit to every authority and every rule, um, then God would be totally okay with us submitting to Satan. Like, he couldn't judge us for that, right? No. Yeah. No. He That's would true. still judge us because we're choosing, we can't serve two masters. Right. We definitely cannot serve God and Satan. Right. We can't serve God and money. So we have to really um, have wisdom and pray for wisdom. Yeah. Is this of God? Right. And back in I think Samuel, first or second Samuel, it talks about David and his son Absalom. Everyone knows David was anointed by God. Right. God told, I believe it was Samuel, anoint David. Right. Essentially, um, but later David's son Absalom, he would sit in the city gate. And when people passed by, um, he would ask them what their problem was and basically kind of manipulate it and say, oh, if only the king had someone to listen to your problems, if I was king, I would listen to your problems. Eventually, the people were kind of led astray, and they took Absalom and made him king, I believe it was over Judah. So now you have two rulers, two authorities, two kings. One's David and one's Absalom. But only one of them was actually anointed by God to be king, to be the ruler. So it's, um, if society is telling you one thing and God's telling you another, you kind of have to choose which one are you going to follow. Right. And that's kind of how, I mean, I think that it's helped us. I guess, refine certain things in our lives where it's like, you know, we could go along with everyone else. Right. But God says something totally different. Right. I mean, He says that we would lay our hands on the sick and that they would be healed. Right. Lay our hands on them, not virtually pray for people, not uh, through plexiglass and masks and gloves and hand sanitizer. Right. Hope yeah. that they get better. Right. No, it's you will lay your hands on the sick and they will be healed you will raise the dead you will cast out demons right those are things that we can do and yeah and so if the government is saying no you can't meet in churches well that goes against God's word which says do not or yeah don't neglect to meet together right
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. if there's i mean going against God's word you have to choose who exactly are you going to follow yeah. yeah um and it's not a pride thing right it's uh i'm going to be obedient to God it's not, oh, I'm better than my leaders and I don't have to submit to them or respect them. You can still have a heart of humility towards them. You can respectfully decline yep. and yeah. say, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm a going, free person. <laughs> I'm a free person, but, um, you know what? God's word says something differently, and I choose to fear him and follow him, so I'm not going to obey you. And there's a great example of this in the New Testament. I think it's an Acts. But it was Peter and, I think, John. They were thrown in prison for preaching. Yeah. I and think then we talked about this. Yeah. And then yeah. it was the leaders of... I think it was the Jewish leaders and government leaders, I think. Right. And they said, you can't preach in Jesus' name. They're like, you know what? We have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were, I believe, flogged. But then they left rejoicing because they were counted worthy
0: of the kingdom of God. Right. And they did what god called them to do
1: yeah mm-hmm. they
0: were obedient and people were saved yeah while they were in prison yeah.
1: so oddly enough with the persecution <laughs> and constant oppression people seem to thrive more
0: yeah
1: i mean you can even look at in the old testament the israelites it's like they were oppressed by pharaoh more and more and then they
0: multiplied more and more yeah mm-hmm.
1: So it's like,
0: um, oh, if you're going to oppress us, well, then we're just going to have tons and tons of babies <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be in a boatload of trouble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so. well, and to kind of go along with that, some of the scriptures that I got during the prayer and fasting day, um, and I, I'll try to keep it short, but, um, some, cha- uh, some scriptures in James, Um, James chapter 4 I read a couple times, and I wrote down 3 through 4, 7 through 8, 12, 15, and 17. And 15 and 17 always jump out at me um, because it says, um, you know, we are not guaranteed tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Everybody should know that. Mm -hmm. Um, So when we're praying and how we pray, but what it says is instead you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live or, and do this or that. Because we're not guaranteed tomorrow, when we pray, we usually say, if you give us tomorrow, we pray that it will be a blessed day. Mm-hmm. We pray that, you know, such and such, you know, will happen and whatever else. Because we are not guaranteed tomorrow.
1: Yeah.
0: we It's just not. But then 17 says, and, and this is where... I wish the military and our government and people would pay attention. Even the American people, the patriots, the Christians. Because <laughs> yeah. it says, so whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knew the right thing to do, which was not wear masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't buy into the fear because God did not give us a spirit, a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind. 2 right.
1: Timothy
0: 1.7. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't bow to that spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Satan just loved that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Interesting. <laughs> I mean, going shopping, some people might go around us. It's like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we can push our car through. We don't have to <laughs> hit. Don't worry about hitting anybody. So right.
0: yeah. Um But the right thing to do with the vaccine, you don't get it. That's the right thing to do because they're also saying there's a lot of DNA alter... uh, alter, Alterations. Alterations, (laughs) thank you. um, Where it's messing with your DNA. So it's messing with who God created you to be. Mm -hmm. And because of that, do you think you're going to be welcome into heaven? Mm -hmm. If you call yourself a Christian, and, and I woke up to this. I don't know if I dreamt this last night or woke up to the thought this morning and I was talking to the girls about it. But what I got um, was if if God if God wanted us to be a certain way, um, that's how we need to s- stay. <laughs> not, to I, 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 not to Dr. Seuss. God bless his soul. <laughs> um, so... Why would you mess with that? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And the one scripture where it says, depart from me, I never knew you. That should be the scariest words anybody should ever want to hear. Because it talks about how Christians, in quotations, Mm -hmm. were prophesying in Jesus' name and healing in Jesus' name and doing all this stuff. But then they get to heaven and Jesus says, depart from me and never knew you. Yeah. If you. If you love God, you're going to be obedient to him. Yeah. If you love God, you don't change who God created you to be. Mm-hmm. You don't apologize for being white. You don't apologize for being black. You don't apologize for being Indian. You don't apologize for how God made you. And you sure don't go out and take a vaccine that can change who God made you. Mm -hmm.
1: I actually have a chapter. I'm not going to read it because it's kind of long, but it's in Psalms. It's actually one of my favorites. Yeah. And it's talking about how God created us. He knitted us together in our mother's womb. Yeah. I turned to that verse. It's (laughs) it's, it's Psalm 139. And you might if I read it because it's literally right here. It's verse 13 and 14. The whole chapter, 139, is is amazing. But verses 13 through 14, it says, For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Yeah, I mean, it's my one of my favorites because it kind of reminds me that I'm special to God.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. that I shouldn't want to change anything. Yeah. Exactly.
1: I mean, if I try changing anything, then it's like telling God,
0: I don't like what you made.
1: Yeah, and God's the potter, was it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we the
1: clay. Yeah. How I picture it almost It's kind of like this darker or dim-lit room. And God there molding like this fit thi- like this thing this in a miter. Yes. <laughs> this this thing, you don't know what it is yet, but it what it comes out to be
0: is exciting. Yeah. yeah. And unique. Mm-hmm. And that's how God made us. So why would you change that? Yeah. Why would you chance destroying what God made you to be? Yeah. You know? And and that thought goes into a lot of different aspects on how people have completely lost their minds.
1: Yeah. And not only that, they're trying to force that on other people, people who don't know any better, like children, which
0: is disgusting and perverted. And yeah, that that's, that's that alone is a is, uh, is going to rain hellfire down. Yeah. Because children are God's Blessings, mm-hmm. and if you're destroying God's blessings and perfectly created babies,
1: mm-hmm.
0: He's coming after you. Yeah. That Sorry, just- He is coming after you.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Says so that a few times. How anyone that hinders,
0: yeah, hinders a child,
1: the mm-hmm. child, or like oppresses a widow or the fatherless or something like that. I think it says something along the lines of God will destroy him with a sword or something along those lines. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and vengeance will be his. And so let's be clear about that, too, Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, I I was curious. Uh, I did some praying because I am a single mom and I cry out to God a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I did, you know, years ago, especially in the situation, which we'll come (laughs) and talk about another time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I looked up widow. And it says it is a woman who has been left, abandoned, or rejected by her husband. So, all the single moms out there, they are considered widows in God's eyes. Yeah. So, if you are oppressing a single mom who has kids, which, under the other side of that, is fatherless children. Mm-hmm. Um, the wrath of God will be poured out on those people. Mm -hmm. Um, So be very cautious about how you treat single mothers and her children. And not to say that all single moms and their kids are perfect and, you know, on the right side of things, but, you know, there are options to pray for people and support single moms and help them out um you know <laughs> just be a positive note or a light in their lives um, don't be jerks and don't be yeah. oppressive don't, um, take don't,
1: don't take advantage
0: don't take advantage and don't steal from them yeah. uh, the government is asking for a lot of trouble by stealing our our money our hard-earned money so uh, yeah. you know I just wanted to say that <laughs> um, so another scripture and I know you girls are looking at scriptures right now <laughs> things are coming to mind <laughs> love it so you know one of the things I'm going to kind of go back to uh you know the COVID crap and and that kind of stuff so one of the some scriptures came to mind when I was praying 1st Peter 2 23 through 25 says when he was reviled he did not revile in return when he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued trusting himself to him who judges, judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls." I love that because God is watching out for my soul and your guys' souls and your brother's souls and soul and, um, you know, our family. I mean, he's looking out for all of these souls. Mm -hmm. Um, But that scripture is we're already healed. So put your faith in that. Mm
1: -hmm,
0: Trust that. Especially if you're calling yourself a Christian, trust God's word. It's a done deal. Not only
1: that, but also pray for... Those around you that also might not be feeling the best, whether it is being sick,
0: yeah,
1: or uh, having some sort of physical issue, whatever it might be, or even mental issue, right. Lay your hands on them without gloves, without masks, and pray for them, right, yeah. mm-hmm. in Jesus' name, yep.
0: yeah. And right. have faith that God is going to do something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I have had something that you mom said. Uh, a little while ago, that has stuck with me ever since he said it. Pretty much, that prayers are like water, and they spread. Yeah. So that has, um,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So another scripture, um, or a couple scriptures that came during that day was First Peter five, eight through eleven. It says, "Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion." Because we're going to be established. God is going to come for us. And things are only going to get better. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, And let's see here. There was. Oh, and some other things that we prayed for that day. We did pray for Texas. Mm-hmm. And the people of Texas. And in, in the shock of. Uh, frozen pools and breaking water lines and pipes and no electricity and rolling blackouts and our son my son not our son their (laughs) brother my son uh, is down uh, down south in that area and so um, it's kind of stressful for a mom on this side of things (laughs) Uh, making sure that you know your kids are okay we did not have to deal with that because we're in the north, and we deal with snow and ice here, so it's not a real shock to our system. And yeah. thankfully, my son knows how to drive in the snow <laughs> and, uh, you know, was raised in the cooler uh, Climate. <laughs> he might be able to teach some of his friends how to drive in yeah. ice and
1: snow.
0: <laughs> right, right. Well, I know he was teaching his girlfriend because yeah. she panicked and that stuff, so... Yeah. So at least he could be helpful in that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think the, the last scripture I got for that day um, was 1 John five eighteen through 22. And it says, We know that everyone who has been born of God does not keep on sinning, but he who was born of God protects him, and the evil one does not touch him. We know that we are from God, and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding, so that we may know Him who is true, and we are in Him who is true. in His Son, Jesus Christ, He is the true God and eternal life. And I really, that one was kind of important to me because when you're surrounded by people that live in fear and want you to be in fear too, it's important to put your faith and trust in God and he will strengthen you to be bold in your faith. He will strengthen you and, um, help you to stand up for what's right and give you strength when you're feeling pretty weak in, in uncertain times. Oops. Um, And so I'd have to say that God has been very good to us
1: Mm.
0: over this last year um, with the whole COVID junk and dealing with the craziness involved with that and um, the masks. And really, we've never had anyone say anything other than, hey, It's nice to see someone else not wearing a mask. (laughs) It's nice to see that. It's like, yeah, you too, man, you know. (laughs) Um, But so, I mean, we've been encouraged that way. Mm -hmm, Um, People were excited to see that we didn't wear masks. (laughs) Um, So maybe that um, those of us that stood our ground and kept the faith, kept the light on in darkness. Um, for people that were living in fear and when we're walking around and we're perfectly fine you know, hopefully that's triggering something that hmm, maybe what's going on isn't actually what I'm being told you know, just a simple act of faith (laughs) and not bowing into fear and all this other junk can give other people hope even if you don't say a word it, mm-hmm. You don't even have to say a word, and God can still plant a seed. Yeah, it's amazing how God can work.
1: Yeah. If you're like afraid of the whole "quote unquote" COVID stuff um, that's been going on, Mom, you had told me this before. That this also stuck with me. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Fears of, uh, of sharks, whatever the case, <laughs> that fears are meant to be grown out of. And you're supposed to grow out of your fears, that's what I meant. Yeah. And, I mean, you can look in the Bible, and it says not to be afraid, be strong and courageous. Yep. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> we walk by faith, not by sight. It's yeah. not about what we're seeing all around us, seeing on our TVs, it's what God tells us. Yeah. It's faith. And no, trusting in God's character, in God's word, and knowing that He will do what He says He will do. Yep. Yeah. It's despite your circumstances and what's going on in the world, he
0: is faithful yeah. and he is just. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, you had something?
1: Yes, yeah, so okay. I ended up okay kind of going back to like the church and um, people also. It's Isaiah um, chapter 30, verses um, 9 through 13. And I found this really interesting. I ended up uh, underlining it, I think, a while ago. So it says, For they are a rebellious people, lying children, children unwilling to hear the instruction
0: of the Lord. Uh,
1: think think you. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I lost my spot. Okay, go on.
1: <laughs> Who say to the seers, Do not see. And to the prophets, Do not prophesy to us what is right. Speak to us smooth things. Prophesy illusions. And I think of the church, how they always... How most pastors and stuff, they always talk about the love of God. How God will meet you right where you are. Sometimes He will. Other times you have to go to Him.
0: Well, yeah, because He doesn't force Himself on you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's free will. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it... I'm not exactly sure. It's just kind of interesting. Yeah.
0: yeah anyway.
1: I <laughs> <be careful. laughs> uh, verse 11, it says, Leave the way, turn aside from the path. Let us hear no more about the Holy One of Israel. Therefore, thus says the Holy One of Israel, Because you despise this word, and trust in oppression and perverseness, and rely on them, therefore this iniquity shall be to you like a breach of in a high wall, bulging out and about to collapse. Those breaking... I'm sorry, who's breaking comes suddenly in an instant.
0: So, I think that's awesome because you could look at Washington, D.C. right now, and they're about to collapse. Yeah. That evil, the unrighteousness, what you just said right there, they're bulging at the seams of oppression And lawlessness and rebellion against God. And they are going to collapse. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: So, it's going to be interesting to see.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you have
0: anything else?
1: Um, I know I had said on other podcasts before how um, there's been a lot of politicians and stuff who have sold their souls to the devil. And I don't know if the vaccine is the mark of the beast or not with you are saying how it changes like DNA, then that would be selling your soul to the devil. And I have some verses that kind of fit that. It's Mark um, chapter eight, verses thirty-six through thirty-eight, and it says, "For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what can a man give in return for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation." Of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the
0: holy angels. Wow! wow. Yep. Yeah. And you know it's it's more of a saying, but right there, it kind of proves that it's not that far off. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, we it was a really good day. <laughs> let's just March let's first. get ready to close this out. Uh, March first was a really good day. Of prayer and fasting, and and like the girls said, it was a lot of fun, um, and it was good to just shed some tears and and um, just kind of let some things go and let God kind of remove some hardness that each of us probably had. Um, gave us the opportunity to pray for a lot of people in a lot of different situations and. Um, Girls were saying, maybe we could do this again real soon. Um, And so I I think we might make a a monthly thing of it if that's God's will. Um, You know, March 1st was just something God put on my heart, so that's why we did that. Um, But it's something that we'll continue to do as God directs. Um, But we're praying for our country. We're praying for the leaders. We're praying that... Um, godly Holy Spirit filled warriors rise up and fight um, for godliness for righteousness for justice for this country um, that has been such a blessing um, and a gift from God and it should not be squandered away because of fear um, and evil oppressive politicians Um, it it needs to be fought for. Um, and so we pray that people come together as communities and step up. Uh, don't, don't be cowards. <laughs> don't be foolish and, and give up your rights because you will never get them back. Mm-hmm. Um, fight for justice and fight for truth. And you want to know what truth is? Look in the Bible. The truth that you need is all right there.
1: The truth will set you free. Exactly.
0: Jesus is the way the truth and the life. Exactly. So if you get an opportunity, pray pray and ask God if maybe fasting and praying for a day or two days or a week or whatever is something God wants you to do. We fasted technology that day as well. Uh, We didn't watch TV or do anything uh, with phones or video games or anything so it was just a really nice freeing day yeah
1: technology Um, and solid food
0: yeah we didn't do solid food either so um it it was a fantastic day so we are very blessed for that opportunity so we're praying for you for you all and and uh, we thank you for listening and god bless y'all and god bless america